Hello, this is Breaking News on Alatra TV. Watching this episode. Floods in Malawi and Egypt, Africa. Floods and mudslides in Peru, Bolivia. Locust invasion in Africa. Eyewitness report about climate changes in Australia. On 24th February 2020, flooding was recorded in the city of Lilogwe, the capital of Malawi, as a result of heavy rainfall. Unfortunately, there have been some deaths. Due to continuous rainfall, water levels in some regions have risen to one and a half meters. Many residential buildings, including a hospital, have been damaged. For security reasons, Residents of lowlands were advised to move to higher ground. Uncontrolled water flows became an obstacle to traffic and some cars were flushed off the roadway. Not indifferent people helped each other out of water traps. Also on 24th February 2020, heavy rain struck Manye, regions of Egypt. In Cairo, rainfall caused local floods which seriously hampered traffic. In some areas, there was hail. Drainage systems are unable to cope with the heavy rainfall. As a result, major cities across the country are flooded almost every year. Hello, this is Alatra TV reporter. On February 24, 2020, after abnormal downpours that hit southern Peru, many areas in the area were damaged by floods and mudslides. There are reported casualties. In the central and southern parts of Peru, a red level of weather hazard was declared. The flood stream turned roads into rivers, causing severe damage to buildings. About 250 houses were damaged by the elements. More than 2,000 buildings were flooded. Rivers across the region burst their banks. Heavy rainfall in the mountains triggered a flash flood downstream. Rapid currents damaged roads and bridges. On the same day, a landslide hit a suburb of the capital of Bolivia, the city of La Paz, and damaged 16 houses. People were not injured, but were left homeless. Earlier, on February 22, 2020, a mud flow flooded several houses in the city of Coabamba. In this not easy period of time, it's truly vital to come up together to unite not only for the sake of our own lives, but also for the sake of our new generations. If we don't help each other, then who may help us? Let's save our planet, that is the only home that we have. Hello, this is Alotri TV News reporter from West Africa, Morovia, Liberia. In December to January 2020, Rajasthan, the largest state in the northwest of India, has seen the worst locust infestation in 60 years. Hosts of the most dangerous locusts, the pink locusts, have already destroyed 360,000 hectares of crops. East Africa has also experienced the stronger desert locust outbreak in 25 years. Insects have invaded parts of Kenya, Ethiopia, Somalia, Sudan, Eritrea and Djibouti. Part of South Sudan and Uganda are also under threats of evasion. Insects are destroying crops, threatening the food security in the most economically vulnerable country in the region. According to data from the FAO, as of 3rd February 2020, there is an unprecedented threat to the Horn of Africa, the most affected region. A state of emergency has been declared in Somalia. 
airplanes are spraying pesticides in Kenya and the FAO has called for assistance. Among the main causes of evasion are climate change in form of rain and floods which have become an ideal condition for insect reproduction. Pets outbreaks may continue until June and may increase in time. In addition to Africa and India, locals also breed in Iran and Pakistan. The insects can travel up to 150 kilometers per day. Each other insects eat its way every day. Even a small swarm of locusts measuring one square kilometer can destroy enough food to feed 35,000 people a day. Hello, I'm Helen Fox from Victoria, Warrandyte, Australia. I'm making this report specially for Iantra TV. I've been observing the climate becoming more extreme for over 40 years. Summers are getting longer and hotter. I remember the first day over 40 degrees and on that day nobody went outside, no cars or people were evident anywhere. The heat kills more people than fire to be honest. The weather is becoming more extreme, hotter and summers and colder winters. In February we had a freak hailstorm here which extended as far as Sydney and Canberra as well. Many homes have been damaged extensively, including ours. The fires this year 2020 were catastrophic. This is an emergency. There were weather events that were extreme from fires to floods to snow, all in a short space of time. I'm very afraid of what the future hot season will bring. Victoria and Tasmania had a taste of the bushfires but because of cold wind blasts from the Arctic did not have as extensive fires as the rest of the country this year. In 2008 the whole state of Victoria burned from one side to the other. We have volunteer firefighters and the community bands together to help during and after fires, flood, hail etc. I'm in the community fire guard myself and we have had a phone network that we use during any emergency. I think morality and humanity are important in society. It is more important today than it ever was before. Speaking with people from other parts of the planet uh, who are experiencing the same things as us uh, is a unifying thing, I think. I believe that many others do too that our government is putting profit before people and the planet, and this must end. Thank you. And yet, what do we observe today? They again keep saying that all these climate changes are the consequences of the anthropogenic factor, that people are to blame. And what do they suggest? To fight. Yes, yes, to fight. That's the key point. And so I wonder, how are they going to fight? To cover the glaciers with blankets? Or what? Well, now we know that in New York they basically offer to build walls against hurricanes. Well, they want to build walls. In the next 25 years, to save yes. New York, yes. But somehow they have planned for such a long term, for 25 years. Yes. Surely, to build in the next 25 years. Maybe the idea is not bad, but... Who will build these walls in 25 years and who will need them? in New York. It's a simple question. Everything is changing and happening so interestingly. Time passes very fast, and catastrophic changes always come much faster than people would like to. Well, I will return to the 
topic of we have to fight with these climate changes. We must stop them. It's impossible. We can adapt and make some changes. We can save humanity. But it is already unrealistic to stop all the changes that have already occurred, yet they entail a number of other changes. Again, there is no doubt that people have greatly affected the ecology. Humanity has not affected the climate. It is a cyclical process, and many scientists know about this. Thank God, many people are already talking and talking openly, and this topic is being discussed. And you see, the leader of the United States totally rejects And why does he reject the anthropogenic factor? Mm -hmm. Because he knows it's far from being the case. And why do they have to suffer colossal economic losses? Because someone has thought up that this is an anthropogenic factor. We know that there have been serious studies and no one has provided any evidence that… The courts. Yes, that all this is due to the fact that a person has interfered. And now we can already talk about this openly, and soon everyone will talk about this openly, and everyone will talk about the fact that we cannot change anything and we have to do something. But a simple question, what should we do? Even some apathy manifests in people. Well, since nothing can be changed, meaning if you can't change or affect the climate… If this is some kind of cyclical process… Then what to do in general? Yes. Is it worth doing anything? And they give up. So what should be done? What role is assigned to people in all this? May I tell them? I'll tell them what needs to be done now. But of course, no one will listen to me. And they won't do this. Just like when we warned them about it. But nevertheless, I will tell them what needs to be done. At the state level, what needs to be done in this case is to look for the most favorable places due to these changes and build there new cities, new factories, new farms for food, production. This is what needs to be done now, because tomorrow will come, and when tomorrow comes, we will face the migration of billions of people. And in order for all this to be done in a planned and correct manner, they should start building it all, not now, but they should have started building it all yesterday, because there isn't much time. Imagine building cities for the relocation of huge masses of people, setting up and launching production facilities, factories and everything else, so that these masses can be served. Even with the most necessary, yes, food, clothing and everything else. After all, this requires not only time, but also enormous resources, and not only money, but also human resources and everything else. Masses of specialists should be involved in this. Well, it is absolutely necessary to do it now, otherwise a great calamity will occur. But the question is, Will people start doing and talking about this, talking just like they talk about the climate, right? Yes. It's not a good time and place to mention it now, but when we warned about other factors not related to the climate, they also laughed at us and insulted us. And when this came true, they're silent now, right? Well, everyone has seen this truth. The same applies here. The same applies to what I've said, that it needs to be done now. And it is no longer the level of a single state, but the level of all humankind. And at this point, we really need to unite. And the most interesting thing is that 
There are attempts. For many years now, we have been saying that humanity must unite. Many do not understand what for, how, what can we do being united. We can do a lot, my friends. We can change the world, we can save humanity, or we can slide into chaos. But having united, we can really save humankind. I think this is extremely important, in my opinion, right?